Welcome to the Police and Fire Law Podcast. My name is Tom Raja. I am an attorney serving and protecting those that serve and protect us. I will be discussing issues affecting police and firefighters. Please remember that the information I discuss here is for informational purposes only and you should not rely upon it for specific legal advice. This is episode three, Appealing a Pension Board Decision. Just as a quick overview, I'm going to be discussing uh, the law that's applied on administrative review, some of the procedural steps that are involved, and what the court's authority is in reviewing appeals that come before it on administrative review. Some general things to keep in mind, you know, while the focus here is on reviewing of pension board decisions, the information that's being provided could be applied to police and fire commission decisions, merit board decisions, I mean, even review of municipal decisions such as Public Safety Employee Benefits Act or the Public Employee Disability Act. A pension board decision is generally appealed when it's unfavorable to a police or firefighter. In that case, the appeals of the decision are made to the circuit court of the county in which the pension board is located. Now, pension board appeals are governed by the Administrative Review Act that's in the Illinois Code of Civil Procedure. Uh, For the act to apply, though, the statute has to specifically indicate review is governed by the Administrative Review Act. And for the Illinois Pension Code, the downstate code, both the police and firefighters pension code adopts the Illinois Administrative Review Act uh, for purposes of appealing a pension board decision. It's important that all aspects of the Administrative Review Act are complied with or you're at risk for having a potential appeal dismissed. To initiate the appeal, you have to have jurisdiction of the circuit court, and in order to do that, you have to comply with Section 3-103 of the Administrative Review Act. That means you have 35 days from the date that a decision is mailed to the affected party, the police or the firefighter. You have to name all appropriate parties. You must specify the decision that you're appealing and request that the agency file the record of proceedings as their answer to the administrative review complaint, and you also must issue summons within the same 35-day period. So some of the specifics are important when it comes to making sure you file the complaint properly, like naming all the interested parties before the agency. What does that mean? So you have to name all parties of record. So that would include the agency, which in this case would be the pension fund, And it's also a good idea to name the president of the agency and then possibly the village if there was an intervention petition filed as part of that case. Uh, The pension board, as I mentioned, is also required to file an answer to the complaint. That should consist of a certified copy of the record of proceedings that occurred before the pension fund, including their final decision that was entered by the pension board, and any transcripts of evidence and exhibits that were admitted as part of the administrative record when the hearing took place. Once the answer has been filed, the case will then get assigned to a judge who will enter a briefing schedule. The briefing schedule consists really of three briefs, which would be the initial memorandum filed by the plaintiff who filed the complaint. The agency or the pension board gets to file a response memorandum. And then finally, a reply brief is allowed by the plaintiff. Once those briefs have all been submitted to the court, the court will then have a hearing on administrative review, which is oral arguments by the parties to the case. 
Something worth mentioning here is that the only thing that can be argued by the parties is evidence that was submitted before the administrative agency, before the pension fund. So it's important that at the time of hearing, either the pension board trustees or the police or firefighter that's appearing in front of the board put in any relevant, important evidence that you think is necessary for your decision so that if the case is appealed to the circuit court, that evidence is there and the circuit court judge has the ability to review what you as the pension board based your decision on. Because no new or additional evidence will be allowed at the circuit court level. So if it's not put in at the time of the hearing before the pension board as part of the administrative record and evidence that the board can review, you can't submit it later at the circuit court level or if the case goes up to the appellate court level or beyond. It's too late. Uh, you have to submit that evidence when the board is hearing your case at the time of the pension board's hearing. When the court's deciding the case on appeal, the judge has to apply a legal standard of review, and that depends on whether the issue being decided by the court is one of fact, law, or a mixed question of law and fact. So there's really three standards of review that are applied. If it's simply a question of fact to be determined whether or not there were sufficient facts or the agency got the facts right in determining their decision, then the manifest weight of the evidence standard of review is applied. That's a highly deferential standard to the agency. Um, and what the court will look at is, uh, you know, mere conflicts and testimonies, not enough to reverse a decision, uh, even if the opposite con conclusion might be reasonable to the court. Um, the the weight of the evidence and the credibility given to the evidence, that is within the province of the pension board. And there need only be some competent evidence in the record for the court to support the finding of the pension board. So it's a highly deferential standard that if there's any evidence or some evidence in the record to support the decision, court will affirm the decision of the pension board. If there's a mixed question of fact and law, where the facts have to be applied to a statute, some of that nature, then the court will apply the clearly erroneous standard of review. And under that standard of review, the court will reverse a decision of the pension board only if it's convinced and has a definite and firm conviction that a mistake was committed by the pension board. Now, the last standard of review is de novo review, and this is for questions of law. And there the court will look at the evidence anew and it will determine if the law was properly interpreted by the pension board. And if it deems it was, it will affirm the decision. If it deems it wasn't, it will reverse the decision. The circuit court has the authority to decide a case on administrative review in many ways. Um, generally, however, it will decide the matter in one of three ways. The court will either affirm the decision of the pension board it can reverse the decision of the board in favor of the plaintiff, that's the police or firefighter, and finally it can remand the case back to the board for further evidence, more specific findings, or even for a new hearing depending on the basis of the court's decision. Once the court issues its final and appealable decision, that ends the matter at the circuit court level and gives the parties the ability then to take the case up on appeal to the appellate court that will likely be the subject of a future podcast. But for now, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the episode here, Appealing of a Pension Board Decision. 
in the overview of administrative review law as it applies to an appeal to the circuit court. Thank you for listening to the Police and Fire Law Podcast. Please subscribe to hear more episodes. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Police and Fire Law. Or finally, you could visit us at our website, policefirelaw.com. I've been Tom Raja, hoping all of you stay safe out there.